0: A uh, Tim Allen rabbit hole recently by accident. Um, you would think on purpose, but by accident. So I have some Tim Allen news that I'll bring up later. But I guess we should intro the podcast. Right, what a first.
1: weird way! To, what a way, What a weird way to start the podcast. I yeah, Tim what Allen what a
0: weird! What a weird way to to Allen not news. be able to get a sentence out of your mouth. I because I'm is so, so I'm shook right now that you talked about. Tim you Allen. pressed record. Oh, I know. You just pressed record. I just kept going. That's how. Right, this
1: well, works. this is. You want to do the intro this week? You, you haven't done it in a while.
0: I feel like I've done it every week since the season started, so I think my, it might be you. I mean, I'll do it. I have no, are there any true.
2: rules I should know about, or anything I should? So this is our out? guest.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, the, the rules here are similar to the rules of the Outback Steakhouse in that there are no rules. Just right. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay, this so with is that, another welcome episode. to Hot Property. <laughs> my name is Dan Scully.
1: I'm Steven Richards. And And uh, do you want to introduce
0: our guest? Yes.
1: I'll do it. Today we have um, fellow ex-chili head um, and local Philadelphia restaurateur, uh, Sarah Levine, owner of Luna Cafe and Luna Catering and Provisions in Kensington.
2: You got that wrong.
1: Yeah, I (laughs) I know. I I should have written it down, probably. Why don't you you tell
0: us? You tell us, Sarah. Tell us all about yourself
2: all about myself
0: yes
2: from the very beginning <laughs> from the very
0: beginning <laughs> further back than you'd ever expect than is ever logical i want you to start right at the beginning
2: <laughs> i think i'll just talk about the restaurants and that's yeah probably why I'm fair enough here. that um, works so i'm sarah i own luna cafe uh which has two locations and the second location which is the newest one i have currently restructured and is now luna kitchen and provisions which is more of an artisanal market and coffee bar, as opposed to the full service dine and restaurant that it was originally.
0: Nice. Yeah, I've been to the original location. It was a while ago, so I'm sure things have changed, but I very much enjoyed it. I think Steve, you were my server that day. <laughs> <laughs> you were helping out so you were yeah, my server and i, I came in, a little in, little in for uh Cafe, for breakfast original it was delightful it first opened.
2: i don't even know you you were what were you in the beginning i feel like you were a collaborator <laughs> you handled well i
0: had before.
2: my my therapist, <laughs> my
0: <laughs> therapist. Yeah, right oh shit i am so sorry that steve was your therapist <laughs> well what no, happened you, was are you okay? she, she
1: came to me and she was like i got i want to do this and i was like that's fucking cool and she was like i need a logo and a website and i was like oh i got you And so we worked together on that, but like in, in between like our meetings that we'd have about the actual stuff, she'd be texting me like, I don't know what to do about like my food vendor or like, I don't know what to do about like they're building stuff like wrong inside of the restaurant. Like I'm like, Sarah, I'm a graphic designer. I I, I barely have my life together and you're asking me how to start a business. I don't fucking know. And so I remember like your mantra at the time, which I inspired me in a lot of other aspects of my life. We just fake it till you make it and you you did you made it, so and now you have to stop faking it because now you have two locations. I feel like that's the that's the level where you got to stop now
0: now you're now yeah, you, you, you couldn't fake it if you tried it's you're now just writing the book, yeah,
2: yeah, I mean, I went into it very blind I was what twenty six years old, my experience was bartending at Chili's with you guys for years, you know? I mean, Which which is restaurant.
1: Which is an experience, but I wouldn't call it experience.
2: Right, Actually, no, no, I, though... I mean, I, I completely agree. I spent more time drinking the margaritas than making them, so.
1: The and, feeding, though, and feeding us
0: margaritas. The intensity of a bad Chili's shift probably does prepare you for the cutthroat world of running a business in some type of way.
2: Dude, you know what? I say that all the time. The <laughs> yeah. life experiences I learned at Chili's, invaluable. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> it's yeah, true. I, think, I think there's it, so think many things yeah. that I go. This is some bullshit. That I go. Wait a minute. This is not some bullshit.
2: Right. No. It's so <laughs> I true. haven't
0: been in that Chili's in the better part of a decade, and it is. There's still things that I think back on, and I go, "That was some serious fucking bullshit," and I'm not over it. But yeah. it's like this this leathery <laughs> yeah. shell that I have around me to protect me from, you know, just like. Oh, health concerns like ah, whatever. Oh, you know, uh, money. Or, get out of here. I handled it all with chilies.
1: <laughs> I mean, like I I stand by fully the idea that everyone should work in the service industry for oh at least God, a year. Oh, yeah. because um, it just fucking it humbles you really quick, and it you would also certainly
0: change the way people treat people. Yeah, Dude, it
2: should be a requirement if you want to dine out at restaurants.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, oh my I used god, they were so was... mad. I won't say any names, but there would be times I'm going to say some would, names. I'm going to say some we names. would go out with other staff <laughs> members at Chili's and then we'd sit down somewhere and and other chili heads would be behaving very similarly to the customers that we all lament. And I'd be like, "You guys are aware of what's happening, Yeah, like, like we just got I done with leave. this on the other side." Yeah, I think I'm quitting. I'm going to quit the life part. Just so yeah. I can still survive the Chili's part. I'm out. <laughs> But yeah, there I was a time to, there was a few that I could not believe it. I was like, you are so mad at these people and I think it might be cuz you are these people. <laughs> there
1: was a time where I wanted to get moved to back of house like to one of the cook stations because I wanted nothing to do with serving for like there was like a stretch of just really bad days and really fucking asshole customers or whatever. And I was like, I just want to go cook. I'd rather cook here and hang out with my friends that way while yeah, we make hang money. Out with Joe. Yeah, because like
0: movies of Joe, that was my favorite. The only good
1: thing about that job was going and hanging out with everyone while we were going through it together. Like that was the best part. Like that saved my ass mentally a lot of nights.
2: Yeah, I mean, what is pretty amazing is how close we all still are. I mean, I know we don't see each other very often, but I, I mean, I was in. I mean, Molly and I, like, I was in her wedding. She's coming to my bachelorette party. Steve, I just went to a wedding with you we yeah. all end up doing stuff together later in life like it's just crazy like the friend group that we made at Chili's so you know still it's true. that it's place.
0: <laughs> if I look back at any job I had at most from each job there's still like one person I keep it in touch with at most there's one yeah and yeah. from Chili's there's probably about 20 people that are still at least somewhat actively in my life you know be it even just through social media where we still talk though that it it, it blows my mind but I mean not to cheapen anyone's experiences, but it is the exact same bond that I see amongst people who served in war together. <laughs> oh it's they God. just have the same yeah. thing. Where they are, you just, I'm always going to care about the people that I served in Chili's with. I'm always going to want to know what all of these people are up to and, and hope the best for them. And it's just because we dealt with that fucking bullshit together. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. That's I amazing. like I that. <laughs>
1: Dan. Dan, I pretty much talk to you every day. I talk to Connor yep. almost every day. Like, mm-hmm. Sarah and I at least talk like, you know, once or twice a month, and I'm still in communication with Julie and Cisco, and these are all people that our listeners know about. So I feel, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel comfortable like t- like saying them first name only because they're all Cisco famous here, just like
0: us. Yeah, I know. we gotta, Actually, get, we gotta get all these people on here. We gotta get the whole Chili's yeah. crew just to come <laughs> back and, <laughs> so and just vent, just purge it. A big Chili's reunion. Let's do it together. <laughs> And no, I actually, mean, I, Steve, I want to say I, I made fun of you when I said to you, Sarah, I'm sorry that Steve was your therapist. Jokes aside, Steve, you're a great therapist in my life. If no, I am like trying to spit out some shit, even if it's just in the form of us goofing off, you'd never fail to to help me through it, whether you know it or not. So thank you for that, sir.
1: Well, that's because yeah, I I push my own trauma down so hard to make room for
0: other people <laughs> that one day I'm great just gonna explode. Great at giving explode. advice, and that's why. Yes, <laughs> dude, that's the Irish. The Irish. Uh, are you Irish at all? Well? Oh, because that's how we're trained in in a yeah. like white suburban Irish Catholic upbringing is it's hold it all worst. in forever and then just take it into the great beyond with you <laughs> and yep. and just hope. <laughs> Let's do that.
1: Yep. <laughs> They say you can't take it with you.
0: They're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Not only can you take all this rage with you, but you can actually bring that uh, death to you quicker by holding onto it through life. So yeah. it's, it's good stuff.
1: Um, wait, so Sarah, I did want to ask a couple questions about the, the restaurant during COVID. Um, how, so you, it looks like you adjusted uh, pretty well to um like in the middle of the pandemic where you were doing different offerings and stuff like that, right? Like you, were, you started making donuts, which looked great. Ooh.
0: Um,
2: yeah, you know, fake it till you make it.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, and okay. then you bake uh, it like donuts, okay. And then you bake yeah. it.
2: Yeah, <laughs> we, uh, you know, I, I did whatever I could basically. So when it first happened, I kind of shut down during the week and then just opened on the weekends with just takeout. And I mean, I feel so fortunate that Luna already had a takeout business in place. Um, I know a lot of like smaller BYOBs um, really are struggling because they didn't have that takeout in place. You know, they're a little bit fancier. They're obviously made for dine-in, you know, BYO. And so we definitely had that in place already. So it made it a little bit easier. I mean, not easy by any means, but a little bit easier because we could just continue with our takeout and, you know, uh, and then, yeah, we just kind of adapted from there started different offerings preset pre order takeout menus uh, different holidays, we would offer different specialty menus um, did some collaborations with current cidery. Um, yeah, oh, yeah I game.
1: forgot about that. Yeah, that was a good one.
2: Thanks. <laughs> yeah, <we still laughs> good.
1: That was okay. one that yeah. was one where I almost was like you know what maybe I'll travel down to old city, Philadelphia. And then eventually uh, my laziness got in the way and I never came, <laughs> but that was one of the posts where I wanted to go down there. So I thought about it.
2: Yeah, uh, I mean that Mike who owns current, he and I still have a pretty good relationship. We worked together on other things when they switched when they let bars open up, but they had to serve food. We were doing his food for a while, um, which was nice because it was a little extra something for us to do on the side um and it gave him cuz they don't have a kitchen at current um you know it was let him have some food and be able to be open for outdoor seating um but yeah we just kind of adapted as as I've gone along uh the biggest thing i think i've done at this point is obviously switching the kensington store over completely into more of a market i mean we have shelves and groceries in there and open yeah, refrigerators uh freezers with meat ice cream all that good stuff um and it looks totally different. I mean, we got rid of all of our tables and put in a counter. So the only, you know, dine-in seating is, is a couple seats at a counter and uh, then the outdoor seating, obviously.
0: Do you think open for... now?
2: Yeah, indoor seating is open at 25% capacity. So uh, my capacity is 50 people at both locations because they're both Ooh. pretty small. So 25% is 12 people, including my staff.
0: <laughs> wow. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. You can... I, that never even occurred to me Old that City part located. of capacity would be staff. Wow!
2: You say, Steve?
1: There's no way you'd be able to fit 50 people at the old city location. I've been no, at that I, you particular you location. Get
2: 50 people in there at either location, but no, that's the capacity.
1: Well, then we need to talk to Ellen and I because that's fucking insane. That you would Like <laughs> 50 people in either of those buildings. Well, um, you know. So, wait, I mean, COVID, let him in. Would you have
0: let him in if 50 people show up? <laughs> this is money in the bank. I'm no uh, I'm, I'm no Jim Kramer, but uh, some, some although I wouldn't listen to him for money advice, <laughs> but I, I don't know money. But let the customers in to buy, you know, for out of quarantine. We,
2: have, we had some events there where we had a good amount of people. I mean, Old City has that whole back area, yeah. I, mean, I, I think you'd be surprised.
1: Um, Would you have, my question is, would you have um, done the whole market switch if COVID didn't happen? Or do you think that would still be a cafe forward building?
2: No, I don't think I ever would have thought about it. Um, I mean, I never set out to own a market. You know, I I opened up luna and old city which was a full service actually i started with lunch and dinner remember <laughs> and then oh uh, yeah <laughs> switched over to brunch yeah. like six forgot months about, forgot about which that i by, by far the best thing i've ever done um yeah. <laughs> but i mean i i that's what i knew and and, uh, and
1: part of the reason you should never have listened to me in the first place because remember when you were switching from dinner to just breakfast and lunch and i was like never gonna work you're never gonna survive <laughs> that's the dumbest thing you could ever do and that then you open up a second location like six months later I mean not, not like three years later
2: yeah it was, it was like yeah three years yeah. later I so mean good thing
1: you didn't listen to me
2: if there's one thing I've learned though it's that you have to be adaptable right so like when I opened the old city location the original store I started as a lunch and dinner byob and within six months was like this isn't working we need to do something else and what old city was lacking was a breakfast place, you know, a brunch place. So that's what I did. And that turned out to be the best thing I could have done. Um, as far as Kensington goes, same thing. I mean, I'm just kind of learning. I, I'm going on to almost, it'll be going into my third year in Kensington. And Jesus Christ. Uh, I know. Really? Right, right. Time flies. I feel like
1: the grand opening was just last week. <laughs>
2: but still learning like what's best for that store for that neighborhood. I mean, it's a totally different world than old city. Um, yeah. And just, again, just trying to fill like whatever void in the neighborhood I can. And, uh, but now to answer your question, I, I never would have thought to turn the store into a market if it hadn't been for COVID.
1: That's interesting. There you go, China yay COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. A big win for COVID, right? <laughs> all right dan so giving. what is
1: your what is your tim allen news i have to know
0: uh okay so uh, uh as we all know our listeners know i wouldn't say that i'm a big big tim allen fan i just will say that in my life he has always seemed to find a way in and uh um, <laughs> that is uh, weird you know, like, I, I didn't choose to be a household that watched Home Improvement. We had one TV and what my dad uh, Tim says, Allen you know, is actually
1: coming into your house
0: at some oh, point. Oh, no, 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 no. no. Um, I mean, you know, Galaxy Quest, I came at from a wealth of other interests, and Tim Allen just happened to be there. Um, believe it or not, I've still never actually seen Toy Story, so I can't claim that one. But, I, uh, you know, Santa Claus, all that stuff. But recently, there was... <laughs> there was a... It's hard to even comprehend. There was a double dose of Tim Allen that happened in the unlikeliest of ways, and I stumbled across this quite literally because it was like I was just reading pop culture articles and I just kept clicking links, getting deeper because it was just I couldn't sleep. Yeah, you're on the dark. You're familiar with Tim Allen's show Last Man Standing, correct? I've heard of it. Okay, I've never seen it, but as I understand, he plays a guy named Mike Baxter, and he's like. He's he's uh, uh, like adjacent to the Tim Taylor of sort of character. Okay. In that he does you know like hardware videos and stuff like that, but he's not you know. So apparently there was a recent episode where they hired a contractor to do something, and the contractor that they hired was Tim, the Toolman Taylor, <laughs> what? also played by Tim Allen. What the fuck. You can go online and watch footage of Tim Allen walking up to Tim Allen and shaking Tim Allen's hand to then go on and ostensibly, I didn't watch any further because I value my brain cells to some degree, and it was, (laughs) there's two Tim Allens and they ostensibly went to build something together, and it was one of those things to which the only reaction one could possibly have is, Uh because as soon as i saw it that was just immediately all i could think was this breaks everything i know but yes two tim allens in one last man standing a reboot of tim taylor of home improvement fame meeting up with mike baxter of last man standing fame and wait there's more Oh, thank From God. From this article, I found out that there's a <laughs> I was hoping coming out. I
1: was hoping the story would never end.
0: <laughs> it, I mean, I can milk this if you want, man. I got the skills for that. I can milk this whole thing into a story. Just let me know now right. so I know what kind of details to put up. No, to just tell us what happened next. <laughs> so I click a little further and find out that coming out in a few weeks on the History Channel is a new historical show all about historical construction and things like that, hosted by Tim Allen. And Richard Karn, a.k.a. Al Borland, the other oh half God. of the Tool Time duo from Home Improvement. And it's crazy because it, like, the question I'm forced to ask is, like, is there really that much of a cultural appetite for Tim Allen right now? Because apparently, like, we have, to, we have to digitally reproduce him in order to satiate the needs of the Tim mm-hmm. Allen crowd. And it's blowing my mind that that's what's happening because I don't regularly watch him, but it is starting to become clearer why Tim Allen finds his way into my life. And it's because he's everywhere. Yeah. It sounds that's all, like. That's it. all I got. I just, it was the craziest Tim Allen rabbit hole I've ever been down. And now you've brought, you've brought us down with you. You got to watch the video of Tim Allen and Tim Allen together. And like, because they meet and it's a studio audience kind of thing. We know that this isn't happening in front of the studio audience because it's not possible because one of these Tim Allens is digital, but nonetheless, the crowd goes fucking wild. Like they can't believe what they're seeing, even though they're not seeing it. And they're probably not even really there. The whole thing is fascinating. It, you can spend a whole evening just pontificating the, the video in, in like one second increments because it's just so much madness, but my dad is apparently I mean he's a he's a big Tim Allen really hardcore conservative, my dad, as the audience knows. Also a big Tim Tim Allen fan. That's something that I feel is is, is connected. And uh yeah, apparently Tim Allen is the new Chuck Norris. And they want more Tim.
2: How old are
0: you it's just all Tim Allen? And honestly, like I he's funny enough, I don't watch sitcoms, but like two Tim Allen's together on a show, like how did they The fact that that was probably market tested to see if they could even do it, and then it overwhelmingly passed. It's just, it's one of those magical things. Are you pulling it up now?
1: Tim Allen is all right. Sarah, do you want to guess how old he is at this point?
2: Oh, uh, I don't know. He's got to be like close to seventy.
0: Tim Allen. I'm gonna yeah. Give me. Give me me a number. Sixty three.
2: No, it's got to be like. Sixty
1: six, at least. Yeah. Uh, damn, Sarah, you're so close. Sixty seven.
2: Ah. He's sixty
1: seven. Yeah. Oh no.
2: Oh my god, he was old when he was on the Toolman show. What is it? Yeah, so, also,
1: <laughs> also, but, but, hang but, which hang on. tool Toolman
0: show, Sarah? <laughs> As we're learning, there are three active Toolman shows. T- <laughs> <laughs> Only one with Richard Carn right now,
1: though. Three active Toolman shows
0: <laughs> with. T- <laughs> That's Tim actually Allen. his next show. It's called Three yeah. Active Toolman Shows. So it's him. Kevin James is in it. Yeah, and I don't know, is Bob um, Vila still alive. The Kevin Hart. Guy? It's got to be Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin, how many times is Kevin Hart going to hit his thumb with a hammer when he's nailing yeah. something and just milk the laughs? And it, and honestly, I'll love every second of it. But it's going to happen all the time.
1: So Tim Tim Allen's real name is actually Timothy Allen Dick. What? His. Rio, his full name is Timothy Allen Dick. And his there dad's name is Gerald M. Dick. His uh.
2: last name is Dick?
1: Yeah. His Timothy father, a real estate Allen salesman, Dick. was killed in a collision with a drunk driver. Oh.
0: Uh-huh. And then Tim Allen also is famous for being a, a Coke dealer that got arrested, and then he rolled over on his suppliers so that he would get a lower sentence. We have spent too much time talking about Tim Allen
2: You're right lot of Tim Allen fact.
0: Yeah. He finds his way. Tim Allen uh, finds a way. It was, no, that's true. That's true. He rolled over on his, on his suppliers and stuff. It's fucking crazy. But I won't judge him for it because I'll tell you what, I don't deal drugs. But if I did, I would roll over on anybody if it meant I didn't go to jail that's 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 well, just a good you know I'm what am back I'm, against the wall <laughs> i'm rolling steve don't get into the drug business with me warning right now because if it falls apart and it will i'm rolling over on you
1: dan your application to um sell drugs on my behalf has been denied
0: nah fair enough <laughs> i know i meant to get back to
1: you last week about it but um i forgot so just just now just make it clear you're not and so the gonna real be lesson here is
0: let's just not Sell drugs. It's, it's too late. Allergy, I
1: think I'm already selling drugs right now huh. on my website, StevensDrugs.com. <laughs> you have to buy that now. <laughs> yeah, I got to buy the fucking domain, don't I? <laughs> you do indeed. Yeah. You have
0: to get both the V and the PH. No, it's just gotta. Yep, that's the way it's gotta. You be.
1: know, no, because there's an ongoing war between the PHs and the Vs. Um, it's a secret war that nobody knows about. Only the Stevens of the world. Can you let us um, in on it? Yeah, it's been a, just a bloody, bloody battle since uh, the 1500s. Who has the edge? It's hard to say. Yeah. It changes, it changes daily. It's like, the, it's like the Bitcoin value, just volatile as hell. All right, stevensdrugs.com. Are you really buying it right now? Let's see if, it were, if, if it's available. It's not available, it's, unfortunately.
0: Oh, uh, that'd be great if it was there and it was really just yeah. like, oh shit, you can buy coke here. Let me try spelling
1: Stevens. Let me start spelling drugs with
0: a Z. Yes. Can you wait? I don't know if dollar signs. Got, can I got news. great news, guys.
1: Stevens drugs, but with a Z, is available. It's available. Yes. Oh, so
0: that's the one you want. Yeah. All right. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Purchased. Jesus. You do that. You, you've it's bought it's so bad. many domains that you can do it that quickly. Yep. I wouldn't even know where to begin. You had to walk me through buying a domain the other day.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I did. Sarah, what were you saying?
2: How much was that domain?
0: $13. You just shook your head in disapproval at that price, Sarah. What's the deal?
2: (laughs) It feels like a waste of $13.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the tea.
1: That's it. (laughs) I mean, but now, but think about this, Sarah. The... Profits that I'll get back from people buying drugs from me on stevensdrugswithaz.com um, is going to be ten, at least tenfold of $13.
2: Yeah, so, until Dan pulled over on you.
1: <laughs> yeah, Well, that's why <laughs> Dan, Dan has not been hired by stevensdrugswithaz.com, uh,
0: Incorporated, LLC. Here's the thing, though. I feel like that one because you kind of sold me on the idea of buying domains but that one i feel since it requires either the most specifically named pharmacist or a complete change in the drug laws of the country for it to even become viable for anyone else to buy let alone buy from you it might be a while it does slightly implicate me in a crime
1: yes you're, you're correct yeah
0: <laughs> yeah that's true is there if somebody buys it and does like a silk road sort of thing are you for selling that you've domain on to them? Road? Would they would they connect it to you? What was that? You've been on the Silk Road. I've not been on the Silk Road, but I've watched a couple documentaries about the Silk Road because I voraciously oh. consume anything true crime adjacent.
1: If you think you've been to the dark web, once StevensDrugsWithAZ.com is up and running, you'll be like, holy shit, this is the dark web. <laughs> this is Do the you darkest. Want guns. Web. We got gun. You want kidneys? Sarah, you want to put fresh kidneys in the new market at Kensington? I got you. <laughs> go to stevensdrugswithaz.com.
0: Yeah, you thought that this, it's so dark, it makes, the regular, it makes the regular dark web look like a, like a medium shaded web. Yeah. <laughs> that's how dark, that's Steven's web. dark web. So dark them. that the dark web looks relatively medium by comparison. It's a great yeah. slogan. You better buy it. I was going to
1: go with so dark, it makes the dark web look like milk chocolate.
2: Hmm, that's better than medium shaded.
0: I think you should upgrade it from milk chocolate to chocolate milk. (laughs) It's a little lighter. It makes the dark web look like chocolate milk. I like it. Because when I hear milk chocolate, I go, that's not that much lighter than dark. But when I hear chocolate milk, the, the milk... It's like milk forward in my head. So then I, I think white, and then it's like, oh, actually, yeah, that's not as dark. It's still kind of dark. So it's true to the idea of it being the dark web. But Steven's drugs web, <laughs> fucking dark, man. With a Z. Yeah, with a Z. It's dark. Um, uh, let me ask another
1: question to our guest here about... The the restaurant. Um, when are you gonna bring back uh, the audience? Our audience has written oh, us letters. I know what
2: the question's gonna be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Our audience has written us letters. We've got tweets. We've got DMs. We've got tags on on Friendster. They all want to know when you're gonna bring Friendster. back the Steven Sandwich. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet they do.
1: They they people. I mean, the fans are asking. The Steven Sandwich needs to come back on the menu. I you
2: mean, guys that's enlighten that's me on good. what it is. <laughs> that's just a good uh. Example of how intertwined Steven was with the original Luna when I first opened. Uh, he I so- may, I may have leveraged my
1: name on the menu.
2: Sandwich <laughs> named after him.
1: One <laughs> I mean, of the terms of our contract was that I, I wanted a sandwich named after me and I get a hand in creating what the sandwich is.
2: He also named a couple of the menu items that no longer exist. Although sometimes I call them that anyway. Um,
1: <laughs> wait, what? I forgot what I named some of them.
2: Big green.
1: The what? That
2: was yours. The big green. Do you remember
1: that? Oh, uh, yeah. That was named after
0: the great soccer film. Ah, uh, yes. Great
2: soccer film.
0: With the little, the little chunky red-headed boy that was in yeah. every movie ever <laughs> when I was a child. <laughs> I don't know his name, but when I was a child, he was in every movie. Sandlot. Yep. Sandlot. Heavyweights. Yeah. The big green. I saw him in a soapy tea commercial once. Uh yeah, there's <laughs> Wow. But no,
1: what, what was Tim the, Allen and this and this fat ginger kid are like your two favorite actors in the, in the he had, they had
0: to have been related, like connected at some point through the you know <laughs> Six Degrees game in the 90s. I bet they were in the same movie. Like that kid probably popped up in like yeah. jungle to jungle or something.
1: I was just about to say jungle to jungle.
0: <laughs> I've never seen it, but I know it's everything so about it because it's adjacent to fucking Tim the Toolman. <laughs> so I want to anyway. know about the big green sandwich. Does it still exist with a different name? No it's not a big green sandwich the big green was a
2: smoothie no not a smoothie (laughs) what was it steven doesn't even know it was a scramble tofu scramble with kale and spinach and oh
1: yeah uh some other greens
2: in it uh oh yeah that's why that's
1: why i said the big green because i hated that movie and i feel like i hated that (laughs) i hate kale
2: Uh, the Stephen was a sandwich, a breakfast sandwich. I don't. Yeah, it was great. I think it was just bacon cheddar and. No,
1: you're salad. right. No, now you're now you misremember because I knew exactly oh. what's on the sandwich.
0: OK, let's hear it. It let's was hear it.
1: it was sausage, egg you're and right. cheddar on sourdough. And I believe there might have been uh, like a maple aioli on it. No,
2: you're thinking oh. of the lumberjack that had the. the maple lumberjack
1: egg. was good. Though Thanks. the lumberjack was would, I like you. the lumberjack actually better than the sandwich named after me.
2: <laughs> I mean the sandwich named after you is just a breakfast sandwich. It wasn't I, stellar though.
1: Well, I'm you know, I mean I'm an average person overall. I just you Dude, know that but you know what people like consistency.
0: Most yeah. sandwiches that I eat in my life are of the breakfast variety. Oh, I don't yeah, eat a lot of sandwiches. sandwiches are and like are breakfast sandwiches healthier. are where it comes through. What are so you saying? So it so Sarah, if there was a uh If you were to name a food I mean, have you named a food item after yourself? And if you had, what would be be on the Sarah?
2: (laughs) I would never name a food item after myself. I would never name anything after myself.
0: Really? Yeah, only only vain people
1: do that.
2: I'm just so not into putting my name on things. It was like when I was opening the restaurant, people were like, you should just call it Sarah's Cafe. And I was like, no freaking way. (laughs) Like, I don't want my name on there. Like, yeah. Although, when you name something Luna, let me tell you, everybody buys you moon things for the rest of your life.
0: <laughs> yes. Or do you get, like, moth things, too?
2: No, I wish. I love the Luna moth. That'd be way uh, cooler.
0: <laughs> that's, what, that's what I think of when I hear Luna. Because, actually, in South Jersey, where I grew up, uh, there was a lot of Luna moths one season. And I just Luna remember moth. catching them like crazy.
2: Actually, when I, when I was redoing the logo, I thought about using the Luna moth instead of the moon.
0: Nice. But, uh...
2: I feel like the moon is like a staple of like Luna at this point. So yeah, it, has to be it is nice. cool I was, though. I still I can picture a logo and see
1: Luna. That. What did you say, Steve? I was originally against the name Luna. No. Oh.
2: oh my god! But naming uh, something like a restaurant is so hard.
1: I said you're going to get a lot of hippies, and which is mainly still true. But I like hippies. Yeah, I mean that's your yeah. people.
2: That is my people. If you
1: build it, they <laughs> will come. You know. Long, long as they don't try to pay you with put a song, moon on you know. something, and hippies are just going to flock right to it. You
2: want to know where the name came from?
0: <laughs> yes,
2: it the, didn't actually the, come from moon. It. it came from
0: uh, so a. just like, said there, the there moon. Were like,
2: there were a lot of lists. Like Steve, I feel like you remember some of these lists. We we went yeah. through them. And like you, you contributed some ideas that weren't good. Uh,
1: <laughs> I know. No, I mean that's what brainstorming is.
2: But uh, it came from a book that uh, my mom used to read to me when I was younger it's called Stella Luna. I thought maybe I had a copy around it's called Stella Luna. It's about a fruit bat that thinks she's a bird and uh, discovers later on that she's a fruit bat. It's a really good children's book, and uh, nice, yeah,
0: that's like did, the classic when you tell that's me the classic children's setup is an animal that believes one thing about itself but then soon finds that there's that they contain multitudes,
2: <laughs> well yeah, and like so in the story, many I mean, it's actually called Stella Luna and like Stella luna uh ends up like saving all her little bird siblings because she can see at night and she saves them yeah it's
0: that's awesome
2: yeah it's a good story
0: <laughs> nice oh that's so much fun see if i had a restaurant i'd call it the trough because people would just come and feed and every item on the menu would be named after me <laughs> all of them I'll have if the anyone Dan wants Dan to change Trois. the name they would just have to pay me money
2: the trough isn't a bad name i don't hate that
0: i call
1: it the trough. And like also, and if you live go to a restaurant the called length. the trough, you know exactly what you're getting. If you walk into a restaurant called the trough. Like oh, yeah. more so than like any. We, only, even we if,
0: only deal in slop.
1: Even like going to a steakhouse, yeah, you know, you pretty much know what to expect,
0: but going into the trough, you know exactly what to expect. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's no bathroom. You just go at the table. We don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Come on up to the trough. You hey, remember at Lone been been Star where you used to be able I'll to throw peanuts on the floor? Fair
2: enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, probably not the trough, but uh, it, it won't be another Luna.
1: Um, but w- it's a you know gun to
0: your head, though. What would be on your sandwich? Yeah. Oh, my
2: sandwich? The Sarah? Yeah. The Sarah.
0: It doesn't have to be a sandwich. What would the Sarah be? Because the Dan would, would be some out, sort think of... Think outside the bun if you need to. <laughs>
2: outside the bun. Uh, it'd probably be like a smoothie or something. Maybe a coffee drink. Maybe like the way I take my coffee, or like a maybe a smoothie with like granola and blueberries and peanut butter or something.
0: Ooh, something that like, sounds good. Sound yeah.
2: good. something that you like wouldn't like normally put together, but is good. Yeah, I don't think it would be a sandwich. If it were, it'd be like a grilled cheese sandwich.
0: <laughs> nice. If I made the Dan, the Dan would be some sort of cast iron skillet with an ungodly amount of mac and cheese in it. But there'd be like nine cheeses and there'd be some sort of really really salty protein and some sort of like chopped veggies in it as well. Maybe sprinkle a little red pepper on top, some breadcrumbs, roast that fucker. The Dan, come on down to the trough. You can shit on the floor.
1: All right, so I have a a cheese question and since I have two seemingly experts on the on the microphone here.
0: Yeah, you I can was... say I'm a real cheese whiz.
1: <laughs> oh, baby. Well, that's been Hot Property, as always. It's probably going to be good. It's got to be nice. See you guys later. <laughs> um, so I was making a, a cheese sandwich, a grilled cheese sandwich, two days ago. And I had Gruyere, a sharp cheddar, and a mild cheddar. And I put them all together into this grilled cheese. As I was cooking it, I thought, is this a three cheese grilled cheese or is it a two cheese grilled cheese? Because I have Gruyere and two kinds of cheddar. Is that two separate cheeses or is it just one cheese? Mm, I
2: think I'm, it's I'm exactly. gonna say two separate.
1: Yeah. So technically I made a three cheese grilled cheese.
2: Yeah.
1: I feel it's, like it's, it's kind of a cop-out.
2: And a mild cheddar.
1: And I think, okay, so, okay, full disclosure, I've, I've full disclosure,
0: it was a medium cheddar. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. It's like the medium dark web. Um, <laughs> medium cheddar. I feel like there is, an, in my head, there's enough of a difference between a sharp cheddar and a mild cheddar, or even a medium one, that I could eat them both together in a single bite and still be able to experience both flavors the way a multi-cheese item should be. I think that they're different enough to create that experience, and therefore, I think that it's valid to call it two separate cheeses.
1: Here's what I did next, and people might call this sacrilegious, and I don't care. Um, I put a dollop of blueberry jam on the plate and dipped it in the blueberry jam. I'm into that because yeah, it that's was a pro fucking move right good. Right there,
2: combining the flavors.
1: Yeah. Um, you have even, a cheese I, board. Pretty much, yeah, um, and I got the, I, I was inspired by this dude who made this really disgusting looking uh, <laughs> sandwich on the internet, where he just put like a hunk of brie about an inch thick in between two pieces of bread, and then put blueberry jam on top of that, it was too cheesy, like it was like, it was mostly,
0: you could barely yeah, see dude. the bread. Yeah, uh, um, that sounds incredible, Do, but the blueberry there...
1: jam inspired me to start putting blueberry jam on everything, so that's what I've been doing
0: lately. <laughs> Blueberry makes a good jam. I always grew Brilliant. up with grape and strawberry, but uh, now that I'm adult and I can branch out because I'm buying my <laughs> own groceries, blueberry sometimes gets into the rotation. I had a yeah, blueberry I got vanilla mine jam. From Imperfect Foods. Oh, nice blueberry vanilla, nice. Yeah, blueberry vanilla, which I believe I got at a Marshalls, but um, uh, that's, Marshall's. Uh, that's just one of those things. There was like a <laughs> Where, food aisle. I get
1: all my jams and jellies and preserves at Marshalls. Actually, well, sometimes sometimes I get a cold. return,
0: so I was wandering. And I oh. saw. I was like, blueberry jam of all places. Well, I mean, you know, wherever you find blueberry jam, you get it. And I got it, and it was good. It was real good.
1: Of all places, Marshalls. Um, Marshalls. Of all places. Pick up that. Uh,
0: grab some jeans. You know, we're good to go.
2: That's a Sarah, day, Did you
1: Did you oh. happen to bring a snack to this for the snack cupboard?
2: I didn't know there was a snack. I
1: texted you about it.
2: Did you? Sorry. Yeah that's all right i don't i only i had my drink which is now MD. i could go find a snack and make myself another drink <laughs>
1: uh well if you want to that's fine um what was i going to say dan you said you had a snack for the snack so we do this thing called the snack cupboard it's one of our only surviving bits we usually say we're going to start doing uh bits and then we they fall off just one episode but snack cupboard stays the course
0: oh dude uh that don't impress me much is coming back it's just that we've yeah, right. had guests we'll, we'll ever see. since the we'll inaugural see. one I have a list of celebrities that we're going to do yeah, impressions okay. of that I've I'm been sure building. Do. I do. Right. And, uh, I, dude, I was watching Batman last night, and you do, the, you do a good Christian Bale, but we can turn it into a great one. It's on the list. But, um, right. I mean, we are going to talk about some Girl Scout cookies, but I just wanted to real quick mention that I saw a commercial, Steve, for the opposite of the pizza that Pizza out pizza, pizza Hut out Pizza the Hut with. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this, Sarah, but Pizza Hut is doing an only stuffed crust pizza, meaning that it's just a giant circle of stuffed crust with nothing in the middle. They've eliminated the pizza. It's just stuffed crust. They've taken all the fun of mozzarella sticks out of mozzarella sticks, and they've taken all of the pizza out of pizza and called it a good thing. And because they're pizza, we went with it. But the other day I was watching on TV. Uh, I very rarely see commercials, so I don't know if there's a Marco's pizza around here or if you've ever heard of it, it was on like game show network or something. Marco's pizza is doing (laughs) a thing called pizza bowls. They went the other way. They've eliminated the crust from the pizza and it's just a plate with all the rest of like just sauce and cheese and shit melted onto it. And you just eat it with a spoon. So they went the other way. With the Al pizzas, the HUD. That was Can the wait, snack cupboard I've wait, been wait. sitting on for a while. Marco's Pizza, no crust pizza, pizza bowls. Okay. And it's like, I don't know, it have says, some dignity. It's pizza. Crustless
1: pizza baked in a bowl with our original sauce, three fresh signature cheeses, and your choice of four toppings.
0: Now, I'm not above eating a bowl of sauce and cheese and toppings melted together into a stew of non-foods but I am above selling it and acting like it's classy to do so. Yeah. That's where I brush up against this is they're like, we're revolutionizing pizza. It's like, no, you are, you are damaging pizza. It's, it's just a way, and I'll, yes, I'll take two with extra cheese, but uh, I, this is not good for pizza on a whole, I don't think.
1: I don't know if there's a Marcos anywhere near
0: us. I had yeah. never heard of it, I've never but heard of it. I, it's very rare that I'm watching something that I'm not streaming and commercials come into things, so I just figured if there's Marcos on TV, maybe it's around, I don't know. The closest I don't know.
1: Newtown, Pennsylvania.
0: Yeah, I'm not going there. Because yeah. if I'm going to drive that far, I better snow. get some crust. I need some carbs. That's an hour away for a
1: bowl of meat and
0: cheese that's melted together. Yeah, I can make that tonight with stuff in my fridge. No thanks, Marcos. Um, my Did you get snack your girl's cup cupboard.
1: Cookies, no, I'm still waiting, man. Fucking nah. snowstorm fucked everything up. I'm going through shit yeah. patrol. Um, my snack cupboard is actually a review, a negative review, for um a keto brand of cereal called Catalina Crunch. Trying to pass off a cinnamon toast flavor that um is a, an abomination and a crime against uh, America. It's the worst. What is the what's the selling
0: point of this cereal? It's keto. So that's just no carbs or low carbs? No carbs. High protein? Carbs.
1: Yeah. Nothing beats Magic Spoon Cereal. Not a sponsor. I don't care. Don't pay us any money. I don't give a shit. Everybody go out and buy Magic Spoon Cereal. It's better than real cereal. It's I'm better- not going to go
0: so far as to say it's better than real cereal. I am going that far. But I will go so far as to say that it is real cereal. It just has different sweeteners and added protein and stuff. And it's tasty. It's, it's the best fucking they, cereal I've ever had. They, they took a, an inherently flavored. unhealthy thing and made it you know, better.
1: Um, the Fruit Loops one tastes just like Fruit Loops. The Schnozberries taste just like Schnozberries, <laughs> and it's it's called Magic Spoon cereal. Go to Magic with an S dot com and uh, order as much as you can. Let's get this uh, business going.
0: <laughs> and you're not going to be able to order much because that's not a cheap cereal. It's not a
1: cheap cereal. Uh, it's about but ten dollars a box. doing
0: God's work. It's good stuff. <laughs> It is really tasty. I was very surprised when I first tasted it. Because I was like, oh, it's going to be good, but I'm going to have to make some flavor concessions internally to even out the fact that it's kind of health food. But no, it, it just tasted good.
1: I've been doing a tour of, like, the keto snack verse because, like I've said before, I do have a sweet tooth. And, yeah. you know, I want to abate those uh, negative effects as much as possible. Um, there's a brand called Legendary Foods, they make uh, a lot. Odd, of good, I've never heard of them. Um, they make a lot of good nut butters. Go ahead and make your jokes about nut butter.
0: No, no. I was just. I wanted to. Okay. I want to go back to the joke I just made about them being called legendary, but I've never heard of them.
2: So yeah, like, yeah, know, yeah.
0: That's 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 where I'm. I'm still on that. I I'm, a, I'm a, a little g- better than nut butters at this joke. This is a comedy podcast. i going um,
1: So they make a lot of great nut butters. One tastes like uh, peanut butter cup. Uh, one tastes like uh, cinnamon roll. They do a lot of good stuff. Their pop tarts are fucking terrible. Um, don't eat them, but get the nut butter. <laughs> so so they're accurate? Good. No, the the crust is like floppy. It's not flaky. It's weird. Uh. The um, the frosting looks like it was painted on with like one of those paint rollers, and then like one, oh, yeah, you it's, don't want that like wallpapered on, and it's a wallpaper that you can't peel off easily. It just comes off in like little pieces. But you want it, you want it 3D printed on like a classic. It pop-tart. is 3D printed on, but like yeah. in, in a terrible way. Okay. Like making no, like pop charts, At least they make it look like maybe it was hand applied. The frosting was. Who knows? But do this they? one just. I yeah, feel they, like they, they miss messed miss it up. A lot. I'm telling it, you, this like is a it's, perfect line.
0: It's a I mean, perfect line. I've gone line. frostingless in my life. I've, I'm, yeah, I'm 36, 45. You know, I've got to do adult things now. Um wildberry Pop Tarts, gotta go. I'm talking plain, <laughs> no icing strawberry, brother. You know how I feel. Spread a little butter um, on it.
1: The other good one I had is that I think it's Atkins makes a really good peanut butter cup, but that's really good. This, that's been my my sweet treat uh keto verse snack session.
0: I remember back in the day I saw like a chocolate protein bar and it was from like a short-lived health food company by Dr. Phil and like on the <laughs> on the bar was like a picture like on the the wrapper was a picture of Dr. Phil in like classic workout gear looking fit but like not looking fit cuz that that's just not in his bag of tricks if you will and all I could think was like it it looked it honestly looked like parody but it was supposed to be serious and i i just i could only think of how bad i feel for someone who looks to Doctor Phil for fitness tips, um, but on, but at the same time, it was the best health food bar I've ever had. It tasted like a like a like a really good chocolate rice crispy treat, and so I was like, "Oh, it's I know what he did here. They just say it's good for you, and it's actually just a regular old normal rice crisp cocoa crispy treat." It's tails all this time, dude. Yeah, I feel like. Dr. Phil, I don't know. I don't know too much about him, but I think he might not be above a little dishonesty. I don't know. And graphic
1: design plays a very important role in how consumers uh, what consumers believe a product is inside. You know, like if you have like health products have a certain look and companies have been taking advantage of that for
0: years now. I mean, this one very, very clearly stated, like this is health food. But it also just—I mean—I would think that the that the graphic design department, when presented with a photo of of Dr. Phil working out, air, heavy air quotes there, listeners, that maybe they could make some uh, just a couple shaves here, a couple nips and tucks there, and maybe no, Dr. Phil no, would look. We a live little in a post Photoshop, like bro, your man. typical, you know. That's Everybody is beautiful, even Dr. Phil. <laughs> well, it's not that. Like, I, I, I'm a very big believer that, that you can be healthy at many different sizes. I'm just saying he looked like a tired, sickly old man who never cared about his life, his, his health ever once until he could make money off of it. That's what I mean. He looked like, uh, what's the word? Dr. Phil. That's what he looked like. And I just <laughs> don't see him, you know, that's like,
1: yeah. But you said the breakfast bar was good.
0: It was really good, but I suspect that it might not have been good for me as it claimed to be. I think it I might have just friend, been delicious candy.
1: I had a friend who ha- loved this breakfast bar. She ate it every morning, and she ended up opening a restaurant and naming it after uh, that breakfast bar. Have you heard of Luna Cafe? Ah!
0: <laughs> I can't believe that I went along <laughs> for that ride as long as I did.
1: <laughs> you know, because the Luna breakfast bars,
2: Actually, they were like... Luna breakfast bars.
1: Yeah, they're not good. They're like the Cliff Bar, but like the Cliff Bars were for guys and the Luna Bars were for girls, right? Like yeah. that's, that's how, that's, it, that's so when it first funny. came out.
0: Um, Have you had the, uh, the Nature Valley bar where disgusting. you bite into it they're and it kidding. shatters completely? <laughs> yeah, it just shatters to the floor in powder, the Nature Valleys and you go, oh, that was, that was a good half a bite that I got and now I need to drink a gallon of water to swallow. <laughs> mm, delicious, let's go do pushups. Let's go for a hike. <laughs> That's and that, that's so that's perfect. That's why you would bring the Nature
1: Valley on a hike because you're gonna get crumbs everywhere. <laughs>
0: oh yeah. And so you're it's also like feeding if you're the
1: wildlife. Breaded. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, no, I have some stupid questions. There was a uh there was a okay. nature valley bar I saw at the store that was like, Nature Valley's soft. <laughs> and I was like, they they know then and they still continue to produce the original variety and have the alternate soft variety. Uh I, I saw that and I was like fucking finally it won't fucking crash yeah. as
1: I put <laughs> it into my mouth
0: <laughs> although to be honest my real thought was like oh cool they made a soft one now I'm going to continue not eating bars ever <laughs> in any Nature form Valley.
1: although Nature Valley did have a good nut butter line
0: I'm not taking that bait I know all you want fine. me to make a nut butter joke but frankly they've all been made
1: we have, do we have time for some stupid questions I got like five of them yeah I, I got time um, Sarah, questions, we do a do big called Stupid Sarah? Questions where I find stupid questions on Reddit and then we
0: answer them.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So we're tabling, let's table Girl Scout Cookie Talk till you get yours. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, right. you, do
1: you honestly think, Dan, that I'm going to watch you eat Girl Scout cookies in front of me uh, while I don't have any now.
0: Girl Scout cookies to eat?
1: You're out of you your fucking mind. Me the
0: other day to ask how the toast yays were I, when when I said I picked up my cookies, you said I, I demand a toastier review. I believe demand was actually in the.
1: Text. I didn't say that. I said, so, or do you yeah. want to save it for the podcast? Which
0: I don't. I want. still think that you demand.
1: No, we're waiting until I have my toastiers. Yes, I think then we'll figure, then we'll figure out what they're talking about. Um, yeah. Okay, S- um, Sarah, pick a number between one and
2: five. Mm. Ah, four.
1: Okay. If all the world is a stage, where is the audience sitting? (laughs) Hell. In hell? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is an interesting one because if all the world, so all the world is a stage. Yeah, that's what Shakespeare said, right? So, A, what did he mean by that? And B, who is the audience? And then we can wow. figure out where they might be sitting.
2: Wouldn't it be just like a metaphor that all the world's a stage? Like you can uh, perform anywhere? I don't know.
1: <laughs> Sarah, this is a well, great yeah. bit you're doing. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah, this is, something, this is make a literal translation questions. of it.
0: <laughs> I would say. Then,
2: well, you could say that then the audience could be any, like, I don't know. Maybe the audience is all the world.
1: Well, that, I, I, think, had, I, I had I had a little bit of time is. to think about this. And what's the word? Uh, sonder is a word that means like, when you have a feeling of sonder, you have a feeling that everybody is, has an individual life that is, has its individual problems and individual successes. And like having that overwhelming feeling of the collective individualism, I guess you can call it, um, mm-hmm. is kind of what I think, this might be an answer to where i'm on the stage and the audience at the same time so to speak like i'm in yeah. the audience for you for your guys's stage and you're in the audience by the way i got your front row seats for
0: mine see here's the thing though. i'm generous that like that we that. i can give you four at front at row it. seats for you and one backstage pass you got to give it to the favorite person in the group that's, that's dan all, you always that's have a backstage afford. pass baby you can get free free drinks, non alcoholic, but you know food costs yes. money. So this is what it is. Now, um, I think that I think that you're right, but I think that this quote is is less about the world being a stage. I think it's more about understanding that everybody around you is putting on a performance to a degree. And if we're all the audience, and we're all the performers, you know, there's just maybe I'm just a cynic, but it, it just feels like there's a there's I almost want to call it just like you got to be you you can't trust anybody and I don't want to say that because it's a terribly cynical notion but in terms of like you can never actually know anybody because everybody is really putting out at least in public they're putting out their best image and so then the answer would be I think where we all landed that the audience sits everywhere
2: yeah it's a good theory and well, that was
1: the, that was one of our funniest questions that we ever answered. We actually got super uh, dark. I mean, I, I, I got dark in my mind. We got super intellectual. Yeah. What I was thinking is, um, yeah, no one will ever know um, how dark I can actually get. It's yeah. but if you can, but if you had an you know an inquisitiveness about you, you can go to Stevensdrugs <laughs> and uh, you can figure out just web. how dark the internet can be. Uh, all right, Dan, it picking up between web one and like four chocolate milk um four great i'm glad you picked this one because we have an actual answer to this too um how many shirts how i'll tell you how it works okay. how many shirts stop it around to me how many shirts would it take to stop a bullet
0: what kind of shirts the question is the
1: question dan
0: I mean, that's the. That's, you, you said that there is an answer, but I feel like that answer can't be arrived at unless we know what kind of shirts, what caliber of bullet we're using here, what kind of gun is being fired out of, what distance are we at, what angle are we at, are we point. There's, there's just a lot of ballistics to consider before how many shirts can stop a bullet. You know, All that's right, like to say, saying, like a standard how many nine teeth millimeter. Can chew a food? How many teeth can chew a food? All of them. That's, that's like the only answer there's no so i need more deets
1: <laughs> uh, let's say it's nine millimeter and it's a, a a white cotton hanes t-shirt
0: okay now i should make it clear that all of that stuff i listed should not be to presume that i know anything about guns that's so why nine I, millimeter that's why i even questioned
1: giving me. you an answer to that question well, I'm just i'm how trying you, to, I'm trying you, to you, you
2: have an answer to the question how do you have an answer
1: uh dr scientist um I asked him this last week and he, text, he texted me an answer.
0: Oh. Okay. Did he show his work? I don't know. I didn't read it. I was going to read it. He
2: pointed uh, the longer. details of the gun and the t-shirts. and
0: the. <laughs> and um, well,
1: let's just read what he said. Um, disclaimer, textile science is an actual field and I've never studied anything in it, but I do know that fabric strength depends on the material it's made of, how it's woven together, and the direction the force is applied re- relative to the weave. Now that's interesting. But super simplified, semi partially educated guess, probably a little over 100 to stop a small fire, small arms fire, AKA function like a standard Kevlar. That's going only on the tensile strength of a commercial Kevlar I just looked up and compared to more standard cotton fabrics. I know this is worthless since the podcast is well over at this point, but hey, you asked. And Dr. Scientist, the podcast is never over, and your opinions and scientific knowledge are always valued here at Hot Property. i'm curious now
2: questions i see what you actually asked these questions on reddit
1: no the questions are asked to us on reddit but i knew this would come up so i texted dr scientist a week early
0: (laughs) i just want to know why my appeal for more information was met with condescension whereas your answer is one where he he immediately admits to the fact that he needs more information and that he has to use you know sort of a uh, uh, precarious information in order to make a guess so i'm just saying that dan, uh, let I was me ask right you track.
1: this let me ask you this dan
0: i hope it's not are a stupid you, are question you a, are you a doctor uh no are you a scientist no
1: that's why you got the reaction that you got and dr scientist got his
0: well, I think that me asking questions is probably more valid than someone who shouldn't have to ask questions because they're both a doctor and a fucking scientist. What do you think about that?
1: You you can take it up with him next time he's on the podcast, man.
0: Yeah, you know what? I think I will. And I'm um, gonna ask you, now you Sarah
1: on is wearing one
0: shirts too.
2: Sarah, I'm what kind of, of
1: sweater them. is
0: that? I don't
2: know. They're wearing.
1: Public? It seems like it's on the thicker side.
2: No, nah, it's pretty thin.
1: Yeah. Well, either way um it's thicker than a t-shirt
2: yeah yeah it'd be thicker than a t-shirt
1: so i think maybe 25 of those i would be comfortable wearing and being shot at
0: by i don't
2: think so. 25?
0: I think so 25 no yeah. way i if mean if there was Scientist a cash prize, like i might say 25 you know,
2: but like that, man. like, like uh the vests on they still get like bruises and cuts and stuff and they're wearing like the Fucking, what do you call those bulletproof vests? I don't know. Well, it
1: doesn't, say, it doesn't say stop the damage from a bullet. It just says stop the bullet. As long as the bullet doesn't penetrate the skin,
2: uh,
1: I think you're good well, on
2: this question. Could, well, I mean, all right. Next question.
0: Okay. Okay. So wait, all right, so here we go. <laughs> if it takes 100 shirts, Sarah Levine, the, the queen, queen of transition, a Jurassic Park shirt. <laughs> and there are four Jurassic Park movies in order to stop a bullet. With Jurassic Park shirts, they will need to make ninety six more movies. Am I to understand that that is correct?
1: Yes, but you don't need to stack sequels <laughs> on your shirt. You can buy multiple of the same shirt.
2: Yeah. No, I like. <clears throat> you they can all do that. The same love I... on the shirt. So yeah. <laughs>
1: Dan's, Dan's survival in this scenario depends uh, entirely on the, on how many movies they've made.
0: Yes, there are four movies, and honestly, the cultural turnaround on Chris Pratt as like, a cool guy is uh, really starting to uh, slow the roll on well, future installments. Oh, that and the global pandemic, but we are getting one more, so Dan, since five gets me there, so 95 more after that, and I should be able to stop bullets.
1: I was going to say, since they started principal filming on the new one, I was going to give you that extra shirt,
0: because, yeah, I can because also five. I don't want to see it die. And there was like a weird little short film probably still gonna die between though. the last one and now. And I think it's only 20 minutes long. I haven't seen it. So I think that uh, that gives me like a, just like I get to put a magazine on top of it, perhaps like a Jurassic Park magazine on top of it for five and then that short film. I think
1: that's all. Okay, Dan, I'm also going to let you buy um, a, a physical copy of Jurassic Park Evolution, the video game for Xbox One. Okay. Shove that in between one, some of the layers in the t shirt. Maybe that'll help you too.
0: Fair enough. I was going to say, how much would that cost? But then it occurred to me that since I'm 100% still going to die in this scenario, debt will Doesn't be canceled. Matter. So I don't have to worry Doesn't about matter. it. it be the most expensive game ever.
1: All right. Sarah transitioned us very gracefully into our next question. Um, Sarah, one between one and three. Great. Is there another word for synonym? Hmm. I haven't looked this up yet, but
0: I need to know. Yeah, I'm just gonna look up.
1: I can't look I can't think of any, that's for sure. But is it because I'm faced with the question and I'm panicking because I can't think of another word for synonym?
0: What's another word for synonym?
1: Are you really asking your phone like
0: an old person? <laughs> wow man, we're trying to keep this i did that hip. so it would be quick i didn't want dead air while we're all looking at our phones <laughs> and it actually brought up it didn't bring up siri it looked up on my uh wolfram alpha app which is that's a weird science thing but uh they they did they not scientists. have a synonym for it the only synonym they had was a two-word result which is equivalent word
1: um peace yeah, i don't p- think peace on them um, is a word that I'm trying to figure out what it means. It's an old synonym for synonym.
0: Okay. It's old English. But,
1: but it's, yeah, it's uh, according to historical texts, the word has been transitioned out of normal
0: moniker. Oh, I, I say let's make a new word. I think that we should have, instead of being like, if it's saying like, oh, these two words are synonyms, we could be like, these two words are buddies.
1: <laughs> Buddy words. I like buddy, buddy, buddy words.
0: They're but or they're pals.
1: Pal words, no. Although oh, you don't say synonym oh.
0: words. We could be like but these pal words. And buddy also means something. simpatico, else. Ooh, I like simpatico. Or we could be like those two words, and then we do the the finger hole thing that the <laughs> that kind of thing. And then just like shake our heads up and down, like, hmm. And people are like, oh, they mean the same thing.
1: Or we could bring back p where because of, like, two Ps in a
0: pod, these words are. Ooh. Okay, well, you know, what? let's stop thinking about the past. Let's move to the future, and let's just call them Peapods. <laughs> Peapods. Like, oh, yeah, these two words, the Peapods. Yeah. You're just using I'm the same Peapods, dude. Yeah, it's the same pods. We're splitting hairs here. All right, All right Dan, between you can have things picking like number us, like two, you can one and two. Puzzle, and you could be like, what's a... Uh what's a seven-letter pod for candle? You know, just yeah. something like that.
1: What's a six-letter pod for um, bean blanket? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be peapod. <laughs> oh, that's
0: incredible. <laughs> bean, bean blanket is the only thing I can think of to describe the shell of a pea. <laughs> that's really the only thing. It's like a sleeping bag for peas
1: yeah exactly yeah that's
0: a little sleep bag they go camping together in a tree and then we rip them down and boil them <laughs> ah, i teach you to sleep on my watch i'm a consumer um let's go with two
1: all right this will be our last one okay is maple
0: <laughs> this is fucking stupid.
1: i don't know why i picked this one is maple syrup considered a drug in canada
0: no. <laughs> That's all there is. <laughs> I mean... I don't think it's considered a drug anyway. <laughs> it, it,
1: it should be. It's delicious.
2: I mean, is yeah, it, it is really good. Is it technically a drug?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. the way that your body responds to it is definitely drug-like. Yeah, I think that that
0: counts.
2: Natural sugar. Yes. So, maybe it is.
0: Yeah, I well, like it. It's that. definitely not illegal, it. though.
2: No, it's not an illegal. Well, sugar is not an illegal drug either. It's like caffeine is also a drug. That's not illegal.
1: Yeah.
0: Wait, caffeine is a drug? Mm-hmm. We use the medicine for anxiety.
2: Cocaine is also a drug.
0: Fuck. Cocaine's a drug. <laughs> well, you ever put that on waffles? Bad idea.
2: <laughs> it
0: doesn't taste like anything. It numbs the mouth, then you can't taste the waffle. <laughs> Defeats the whole purpose of the thing. Put tons of syrup on it. you am you know, you know, not even
1: hungry. <laughs> you know where you can get cocaine waffles? Stevensdrugs.com <laughs> dark dark web.
2: It's uh
1: it's the, makes the dark web look like chocolate milk. Yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh man. <laughs> What's a peapod uh, for
0: chocolate milk?
1: <laughs> <laughs> What's a peapod for chocolate milk? Um all I'm, right, let's
0: the, I never even use the word synonym, but nonetheless, in my vernacular, it is going to be changed to peapot henceforth. <laughs> and so, yeah. And I, I can I, agree I, to that. Yeah. I'm into that.
1: Sarah, will you will you start spreading it around uh, your neck of the woods as well?
2: Probably not.
0: <laughs> your, uh, can know, we get it onto a menu is the question.
2: <laughs> Tell me what's in the peapot sandwich.
0: <laughs> um, uh, <bees. laughs> Two words that are the same word. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Well, it's okay, not a sandwich wait. it's a it's a pouch it's okay. a pouch of
2: food right. keep talking
1: no wait what if we did this what if we took the peapod conceptually and turned it into a sandwich so you have like
0: ham and bacon Those i'm are into peas. that
2: see.
0: yeah like canadian bacon and pork roller, are pretty simple yeah or what if we go the other way with it you what have if eggs a and you have chicken sandwich but it's vegetarian sausage. And you go, and people are like, oh, that's not sausage. Like, yeah, Peapod, Peapod. And you also get the added veggie pun out of it because it's made with veggie protein, which, uh, uh, what's it? The Beyond Burgers are made from pea protein. So there are some connections we can make here. Okay.
1: So the Peapod is a Beyond Burger. Or Beyond Sausage. With, with, I got it. It's a Beyond Burger with a vegan bun,
0: <laughs> pork roll, bacon and black bean spread <laughs> to show the world that carnivores and vegans can exist together yeah. two peas in a pod there's peas here and there's peas exactly. here give peas a chance <laughs> wasn't that a punchline to an old all that sketch i seem to remember keenan playing a lunch lady and nobody wanted to <laughs> eat the peas and it always ended with him breaking down and begging that they all give peas a chance And leave the '90s behind. Leave the '90s. I can't leave the '90s behind. I'm not over what the what the culture did to Amanda Bynes. I can't. I can't abide. you can't abide. I can't abide. I was thinking that, and I didn't want to say it because I just didn't. But I'm glad you went for it because I wanted to say it. I just didn't want to say it. Like I really, deep down, but I didn't. Logically, it wasn't the right move. Let's do our plugs. Let's do our plugs.
1: Sarah, why don't you lead us off here?
2: I don't know what a
1: plug is. Where do people find your restaurant? Where do people find you? This is your chance to, to tell the listeners what you want, how, how they can give you money for the stuff that you put out into the world. Oh. I have to go first. Dan can go first.
0: Give me an example. I'll okay, go first.
1: So, uh, uh, yeah, go for it. No, Dan, why don't you go first? I, I'll go first.
0: Okay, so check this out. Uh, first off, you can always find this podcast. dba underscore the at-
1: corgi.com.
0: Sorry. go ahead i'm done
2: <laughs> uh
0: what's a pee pod for dickhead <laughs> steven <laughs> no he sells trucks online on the darkest web yeah um so uh check out the podcast uh subscribe like everywhere it's at hot property pod twitter instagram all that fun stuff you can check me out at dan scully on all of those things uh i don't even plug the instagram uh Check out my uh, movie podcast. I like to movie movie and you can check out all of my writing on moviejohn.com and findy.com. And I've got exciting things from uh, that kind of stuff coming in the future. And we will get there. Also, you should check out right now. There are some snow day and Valentine's day specials going on at dumpster fires for you on Instagram. If you're looking for upcycled soy wax candles that smell good and look pretty, uh, Jenna is selling those at a discount right now that you don't want to miss. That's how plugs work.
2: I mean, I've, I've heard plugs before. I just didn't yeah. like all that.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah, we we'll plug them. I don't know where that term comes from, but yeah. You plug it in. Uh, like a Glade plug-in. And plug-in, you get the,
2: the scent
1: of entrepreneurialism. <laughs> um, anyway, follow two my... Week, duck- two
0: weeks in a row that Glade plugins came up. <laughs> and
1: the last time that Tim Allen came up... Um. Okay, follow my (laughs) dog at underscore the corgi, and also keep an eye out for stevensdrugswithaz.com, the darkest web you've ever seen.
0: Also, if you want to run stevensdrugswithaz.com, talk to Steve because he's got a domain to sell you. (laughs) If you have any business
1: ideas at all, I'm open to pretty much anything at this point. Uh, Just, you know, hit me up.
0: When I was trying to put together my website No restaurants though, those are a failing <laughs> industry. <laughs> you said to me, That's you were bad. like, don't type in the website that you want to use, because like assholes like GoDaddy will buy up that will buy yeah. it up just because you searched it. And then like two weeks later I just learned that that you're GoDaddy. I am. You yeah. you buy up all of them. How yeah, many
2: I uh do. how many of them do you
1: own? Oh god. Um, with this one, I think about 14.
2: Any of them like actually worth owning?
1: (laughs) I mean, we've, we've been through this before on previous episodes, but I'll tell you what they, what the best ones are. Candycornhub.com. That's going to be really popular come Halloween, come Halloween, get it. Um, I recently bought, I recently bought not the the Zodiac. What? (laughs) You said
0: that's the hook?
1: No, the, The hook. The hook is um where you can get horned for that sweet corn. Oh, I like it. Um I also recently bought notthezodiackiller.com so people know that I am not the, Z- the Zodiac killer.
0: I feel like that's something the Zodiac killer would do. Uh you know what? That's what they want you to think. But uh
1: would somebody who owns notthezodiackiller.com be the Zodiac killer? That's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: You should just make that whole website just essays about why the government is afraid of (laughs) allowing us to grow hemp. (laughs) People think craziest things about you.
1: I also have Rock the Dwayne 2020, but that didn't pan out, so. (laughs) I was really hoping he he would run for president in 2020.
0: I think he's running in 2024. We went over this. Those are my
1: top three. I think with the addition of stevensdrugswithaz.com, those are my top three. So, Sarah, what do you have for us? (laughs) Plugs?
2: My plug. Uh, You can uh, find Luna Cafe in Old City, three seventeen Market Street. Visit us for breakfast and lunch. Currently, only on the weekends. You can visit our new market in Kensington, seventeen hundred North Third Street, or follow us on Instagram at Luna Philly, at Luna underscore Philly.
1: And if you're not in Philadelphia. (laughs) <laughs> that means nothing to you. <laughs> um,
2: you can follow our Instagram.
1: Yeah, follow the Instagram, though, or I'll fucking find you. Uh, and come visit me in Philly and we'll go together. That's up uh, <laughs> for anybody who listens to this. Any of our 10,000 listeners. Um, follow my dog underscore beat. do you mind?
0: You B, interrupted me with the beginning of that. Uh, uh, BBA underscore the
1: corgi. Of follow my dog, stevensdrugswithaz.com. Fucking
0: dude you posted a thing do like what the Instagram fuck you want about how it was hard to get out of bed one day and it was like a little video of bb sitting in bed like yeah. just completely and it was absolutely adorable made my morning yeah she was but also she, it was like it was like 11 30 i was like that motherfucker's still in bed i'm about to go on lunch break
1: actually no i got back in bed to take that photo with her because she had her head she was the blankets were piled up i didn't make my bed the blankets were piled up and she was laying on top of them and then had her entire head buried in the pillows next to her. So she was doing like, a, like an over-under arch. And I was like, all right, Monday, Monday Madness here with BB. She doesn't want to get out of bed today, I guess. It was very She's cute, so though. Cute. So, I, so I actually got back in bed to take a foot. I was an influencer moment for me. Ah, nice. You. you got
2: yeah. it.
1: Um, she loves the snow. She can't get enough of it. Anyway, enough about my dog, follower. on instagram um that's been available online that's been hot property and as always it's got to be good it's got to be good and And it's got to be live it's got to be live that was our sign off line sarah
2: I, i gathered